Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. Hello and Merry Christmas to you, to all of you babes listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for showing up here. I'm sorry if I sound like I've um, just woke up. Well, that's because I did. Well, I woke up about an hour and a half ago, but um, I'm just now sitting down in my car recording this podcast at about five o'clock in the morning. Yes. So this podcast is going to be just really straightforward. I'm going to tell a couple stories. Um, It's been a rough, rough past week and a half for your girl, yours truly. It has not been easy. Um, You know, I was just thinking like my grandma falling uh, last week and ending up in the hospital and having to be taken to a skilled nursing facility um, could not have happened at a worse time, right? It's Christmas time. This could not have happened at a worse time. But then I got to thinking, when is it ever a good time for bad things to happen? Never, you know, like life is so full of, you know, we're, we're already dealing with constant battles of just, um, trying to get right, you know, just all trying to get right. And it's never a good time for crisis to hit, for trauma to happen, for um, people to fight, for anger to come into the household, for, you know, events that break up families. Just, it's never a good time, you know. Um, So we have to take it as it comes. And it's never the right time. It's never, you know, it never feels like it anyways, but... I guess with that said that I think it is always the right time, you know, for things to happen. If you want to get deep and kind of think through that a little bit, you know, if you look back on your memories of all the bad things that have happened and all the trauma and drama and the things that you've gone through, it was likely that it was the right time, the right time for you to learn that lesson, the right time for you to take that event and use it to grow, right? So I think that's what I'm doing a lot of this week, growing and learning, learning how to, I don't know, just be, I guess. And I know the title of this podcast, you know, it sounds kind of harsh and everything. Stop, breathe, F the presence, and give presence, because that's really what it's all about. And I want to share a little bit about why it's so important to just be present, 
you know, and that at the end of the day, the gifting of presence, the giving presence away, buying things for people, you know, those aren't the memories that people are going to have. You know, there might be, you know, you may have given someone a piece of jewelry that they're always going to think of you fondly if they have that piece of jewelry or whatever it is. But it's likely that they're thinking of you because of the way you made them feel. And that it, that might just be a symbol, that gift might just be a symbol of, you know, how they really felt when you gave them that gift. So the presence, being present with them is the the key. It's It's the key to everything because it's said that people are going to remember how you made them feel, right? They're not going to even remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. So after caring for grandma for the past week and a half, um, it's made my Christmas extremely humble. Um, And yes, I do mean humble by, you know, I am just not even giving a rip about uh, going crazy when it comes to gifting. And, you know, if I've forgotten something or if I haven't been able to go do what I need to do, I'm just like, F it. Like, I I can't. It's just too much, you know. Um, But it's it's more humbling in the way that I feel about how short life is and how precious it is, how our health is so precious, our physical health, our mental health, those two things, they go together, right? And that's all I care about. Like yesterday, I had to take a mental health day. I was going to go visit my grandma for the 10th time since all this has gone down. And I, I, I was going to lose it. I'm like, I, I think I might have a nervous breakdown. It's just all too much. So my husband stepped in and, and went for me yesterday afternoon. And I took a mental health day. And guess what I did on my mental health day? I went to my office because I haven't <laughs> been to my office in over a week. And I haven't done anything for work, for what I do, for this. And I was like, that's going to make me feel better. That's where I really want to be is to just feel like I've completed something, that I've done a task and that I've checked some kind of box and that I've accomplished something. Because, you know, I know that I'm accomplishing a lot taking care of my grandma, but it's a different feeling. It's a different thing. What I haven't been doing is taking care of myself. You know, I haven't. I've yes, I've done a few workouts and some movement and some meditation and some yoga that's helped me a little bit to kind of stay centered. But I'm not in my normal routine. I'm not in my family routine. I'm missing out on a lot of things that really are my my wellness, my my all around wellness routine is just not not where it needs to be. So, you know, I took a day yesterday, got a little work done. And I told my family not to call me, that if they wanted to talk to someone that was other than my grandmother, call my husband, you know, and sometimes you just have to do that. Sometimes you just have to say, I'm setting boundaries and this is it. And don't respond to those messages. Don't engage because even when you think picking up the phone is no big deal, when somebody's contacting you and it's there's drama on the other side and that person is does not have bad intention you know that person may not realize like that 
they're even holding any drama. But if you if you get that visceral response when you see the phone, sh- you know, light up with that other person on the other line, you just have to not answer, you know, and just like unless it's an emergency and somebody's bleeding, it's it's not worth it. The anxiety and the worry, you know, it's already enough that you have going on in your life to allow any kind of negative presence, right? So being present and being in a calm, present mindset when you're with your family is the most important thing right now in this time, in this crazy season. This season does not have to be crazy insane. It doesn't have to be. You know, just stop going to the stores, stop doing anything else, and just call it a day. I mean, just do it. And if you've set some kind of expectations for someone to receive something from you, then have a conversation and say, you know what, it's not going to happen this year. I'm going to I'm going to stop. Right. And whatever that reason is for you, you decide. Right. And you have that conversation if you need to. The other day I was talking to a a very dear friend of mine. This was sometime last week after everything was going on with me and my my grandmother. And we were sharing our story on what was up and. She's going through a really, really hard time right now, Um, extremely hard time with uh, her daughter. Uh, Some things are happening that are devastating her, right? And just some of her story just blew my mind. And I couldn't believe that as we were talking, she was so concerned about how she wasn't going to be able to give the gifts that she did that she always has you know all the in all the past Christmases she was always the one to be giving the best presents and you know being the most thoughtful person the one that was always showing up for everyone and giving and giving and giving to others you know and so basically setting those expectations too high really but at the end of the day I told her I said you know, those people know you, they know what's in your heart. And you don't have to explain anything to them. If you don't want to, you don't have to say anything. Just don't give the physical present, just let it go. And do a phone call, or write a note in a card, you know, something very simple and something thoughtful and meaningful. They're going to understand that if you didn't give them something that maybe they would have expected because of what you've done in years past, it's it's likely for a good reason, right? It's not that you hate them and that you you no longer care about them. So just be very careful about this, the expectations that you're setting for others. What that's doing is it's setting the expectations for yourself. And you're setting these standards so high for yourself that really you care about doing that thing or giving that gift probably more than the person who's going to receive it does because really they care about how you make them feel, right? So watch the expectations. So I want to talk about my memories a little bit as a, as a little girl when Christmas time came around. My mom always went literally above and beyond. Like, she made herself physically sick every year. 
over Christmas, doing, 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 making sure that there were a million gifts under the tree and that our stockings were full. And I love her for that. I, you know, do not knock her for that. Um, it was it was just too much. You know, it was amazing. Um, but I can't tell you one single gift that I recall. I really can't. Like, I can't say that I have in my mind. The only thing I remember is a is a bike one year that my dad got me and my twin sister. Um, and we, like, didn't really like it because it was more like a beach cruiser and it wasn't like a 10-speed, you know? We were kind of, like, embarrassed because it wasn't cool looking. Those bikes were the bomb, though, by the way. They were, like expensive and really nice bikes. <laughs> we were so freaking spoiled. This is what really pisses me off about the whole thing. <laughs> um, and I look back now and I'm laughing because my my daughter, my 14-year-old daughter, you want to know what she wants for Christmas? A freaking beach cruiser. <laughs> so go figure, right? Like she doesn't want like a normal 10-speed or she wants a beach cruiser, which I was embarrassed about back in the, I don't know, 90s. So Anyways, I just thought that was funny, but what I was going to say about my memories with, you know, as a kid, my memories of Christmas was really my sister, you know, my twin. Um, Early in the morning, usually she was up before me, which I was, I was, I'm an early riser now, but I don't think I was back then. And she would get up at like four or five in the morning and she'd wake me up. And I'd get up groggy and follow her into the living room where we would sit. We had a couple different couches, like a love seat and a big couch. And um, we'd sit, we'd pick a spot, you know, like our thing was like, this is going to be my spot where I'm going to open my presents. And this is going to be your spot where you're going to open your presents. And we would get our stockings that were literally filled to the brim, right? Like just thick stockings. Like, I don't know how my mother, well, Santa, fit all of that stuff in the stockings, right? Um, You know, and I can't remember other than like knowing that there was like candy in there. There was always candy. There was always chocolate. And there was... um, always like things, you know, like little hairbrushes or hair ties, you know, things like that, you know, nothing that just miscellaneous stuff that I could use um, and little tiny toys and everything. But what was in the stocking didn't really matter. What mattered was my time and my presence with my twin. I don't talk about this much, but my, my twin sister is an active drug addict and she's she's gone. Um, the only person I know right now is the addict, not my, not my twin. And so my memories with her are so important to me and so deep and happy from Christmas. Um, the presence that I experienced with my twin was everything to me. Those are the best memories that that I can recall. I don't recall, you know, any of the gifts. What I recall is my mom being extremely stressed out the whole time, like from Thanksgiving to Christmas. I remember her rapping in the middle of the night, just 
at going to my grandmother's house, my, my grandmother's house was the place where all the gifts would go, right? And my mother would, and my grandmother would wrap and wrap and wrap for hours. At least that's my memory. I don't really, you know, I could recall incorrectly. I'm not really sure. But my memory is, you know, of all of the stress of my mother. You know, I unfortunately, she was, you know, just not very present because she was wrapping presents and buying presents and doing all of the crap that really didn't matter, you know, and just putting herself through hell to show us a nice Christmas because that is what she was thought it was supposed to be like, right, is to just have us open a million gifts and be spoiled. After it's over, you know, and all the hype fades, where will you be in how you pulled it together, right? Ask yourself, am I tired or am I inspired? Did that, this past Christmas, did it inspire me to do it again the same next year? Was it fun? Did I enjoy it? Or am I just tired, right? So another story I have about, you know, gifts and you know when we're kids we just don't quite get it I get I guess but I think we you know what happens when we're kids is what you know later on when we really learn you know we do look back and we think you know what it really was the thought that counts my brother had gotten me a gift my eldest my eldest brother Jason and I saw it under the tree and I was like "Ooh, look at that you know and we were all looking at all the presents under the tree. This was sometime before Christmas one year. I don't know how old I was, maybe, I don't know, 10 or 11. And he's like, and I go to pick it up and shake it. And he says, no, don't do that. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. You know, and I did anyways, because I was a jerk. And I picked it up and I went to shake it. And I could tell that the gift was a puzzle. And so I said, it's a puzzle, you know, like, ha ha ha, I know what it is, you know. And I'll never forget the look on my brother's face because he was like, you know, he wanted to surprise me with my gift. And he's like, Amanda, that was wrong, you know, like, he's like, you know, don't you want to you know, be surprised when you open the gift? Like, now you know what it is. Like, it really disappointed him and it hurt his feelings. And I will never forget that. I swear it's funny, like... I think about that all the time and I apply that now like I if some my daughter she's always trying to figure out what the presents are and I get I, I get mad I'm like I'm like if you keep doing that I'm not going to put presents under the tree until it's Christmas you know ever because you know it, it's the thought that counts it doesn't matter what the gift is right and so I just never I never let that down after I, I knew what my, my brother was getting me because I was a jerk and I decided to find out what it was beforehand. So I met with a client um, yesterday. She um, bought a bunch of books for her, for her clients and it was like $400 worth of books. And we were going through her budget and talking through strategy and how we're going to, um, you know, plans January and, and finish off December and all that good stuff. And she was like, yeah, I, I, I didn't tell you about this, but I, I bought $400 worth of books for my clients. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, she goes, but I'm returning them. And I was like, 
oh, okay, yeah, I mean, $400, that's a lot, you know? And she's like, no, I, and I also realized that what it would cost to actually ship those gifts to each individual client. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, yeah, like you're looking at <laughs> who knows how much, $1,000 to deliver all these books. At the end of the day, if you just send a card with a beautiful note about how grateful you are to have that person in your life or to have that person in your network, it's going to mean so much more. It's going to mean enough, right? And sometimes we're just not at the place to be doing all the things. I know so many people, my stepdad is a perfect example of someone that just overgave during Christmas time. And now he's paying for it. Let's just put it that way. He's paying for it now, all those years of overgiving and overgiving and overgiving. He was just always the one that had to give to all of us every year, um, too much, you know, and it's hurt him in the long run. So think about that. Think about your future. It's, it's okay to think about your future uh, right now while you're being present and in the moment. So, and I want you to really think about being present, not just with others and the people that you're around, but with yourself. It's the best present that you can give yourself presence with your family is them seeing you smile and and be calm and when you spend more time being present with yourself and centering yourself and just knowing that you're doing all that you can and it's it feels right they're going to appreciate that and they're going to remember how present you were with them i hope that this brought you joy today and maybe a little bit of nuggets of things to think about and I want to wish you the merriest Christmas ever I'll see you again next week well I won't see you but maybe you'll hear from me again next week take care I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast if you loved it send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or ten that would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.